What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Nightmares Podcast, where we talk about all things horror, and we interview amazing people from the horror community. That's the new format. That's exactly what we're doing. We talk about all things movies, music, television, comic books, music, and in this case, tasty treats. Um, uh, we are very excited for our guests here today. I will let them introduce them, uh, both of themselves. We met at the last con. They were f- uh, good friends of James Azera, um, uh, who we've had on the podcast several times. We are very excited to have them. Um, both of you, go ahead and introduce yourselves. I am Chris Sidlowski. And I am Lola Forms. And we are chefs and co-owners of Spooky Swirls. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Both of you, thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate it. The, um, I, know, I know that you literally just finished an entire day's worth of work and then jumped right on the podcast with us. So I, I, I <laughs> seriously, I know how difficult that could be to just, you know, you want to, at the end of the day, you want to decompress, you want to, you know, go ahead and try to breathe, but you just jumped right into a podcast, which we both. You get to do that with us. I know, and- right? <laughs> Always time for cupcakes. Oh yeah, of course, absolutely. So I wish we had cupcakes here. I know. We we do have. By the way, we do have your waffle uh, mix. The upstairs and Zach. Yes. Yeah, we do have your waffle mix. I am actually going to make it tomorrow um, uh, because I didn't have any eggs in the house. So um, better be hungry. Oh, absolutely. And then Zach actually has your coffee. I've been drinking your coffee all week. It is amazing. Thank you. Uh, oh, that's so cool. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. It keeps me up at work and I really love it. It's a, it, it also <laughs> makes the room smell so nice too. It's really refreshing. Yeah, it the um so so um so bo- both of you obviously new to the to the podcast so what we often do is uh, we open up into the conversation but one of my favorite questions that usually kicks this off is is how did you start within you know your you know a wonderful profession and passion for life and then and then also too is when did horror enter your life and how did those two worlds kind of converge because we've had a lot of really interesting guests but we have never had anybody on that was an actually a culinary expert and a and a horror culinary expert at that so (laughs) so this is a very unique first time on the nightmares podcast where we had individuals such as yourselves on so we were very excited so we want to hear your stories about you know how you got into this and then and then how uh, horror first touched your life and then kind of how those worlds collided Oh, um, well, I guess I'll, I'll start out. Um, I've, I've loved horror, um, ever since I can remember. Um, I grew up, um, my mom loved horror movies. Uh, so, um, she's pretty much the, the reason, uh, I am the way I am, I guess. Uh, she, um, started me out, um, with creature feature and, uh, Son of Svenguli, um, when I was a kid uh, living in Chicago, um, grew up watching him. Um, and uh, that just is how my love for horror developed. Um, uh, it kind of um, has been a, a lifelong thing. Um, I, I used to sketch and draw monsters when I was a kid. Um, I just loved creepy things and monsters and uh, monster movies uh, in particular. Um, which uh, led then to um, when I found out that uh, I could own a piece of 
the movies that I loved, um, and my life kind of changed. Um, and I started collecting um, props and wardrobe. Um, I want to say that was 26 years-ish ago. I was about four. Or a little baby. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that, that, that was adorable. Thank you. The, uh... <laughs> Fantastic. So, you know, uh, I, I, at one, I thought that I was going to be um, an illustrator. I wanted to work in movies, do special effects, do something um, artistic, creative. Um, and that didn't really pan out. I worked in an art gallery and kind of saw the realities of, you know, what it was like to be an artist. Um, and I guess that really turned me off. Uh, I didn't think that that was going to be... Um, you know, my path. Um, so I, I wanted to still be creative. And um, one day I just happened to be watching Food Network and I saw them creating incredible pastries and doing, you know, art with, uh, you know, just a different medium. Um, so that started me on um, my career, um, my culinary career, I guess. Um, I I started out, um, I just found a bakery and started out washing dishes in uh, Texas and uh, just teach me. I, I want to learn everything. I want to learn all of it. Um, and I was able to um, work under a number of incredibly talented chefs uh, and just kind of hone my uh, my abilities and um, learn something everywhere that I went. And, um, you know, had the dream of someday opening a bakery uh, of my own. Um, we actually had started Spookies uh, as a food truck. As a home business. Well, home business first. Um, they all and then start that way. <laughs> moved on to a, a food truck, which... Um, was hot. <laughs> that was hot. Um, yeah, having having a little like motorized oven uh, encased in like a tin can out in Arizona, summer baking, um, probably not the best idea, but was it was a, a start. great idea. Oh. It's a great idea. Uh, it, however, <laughs> it's a great idea in practice, not so much. So it's also a heat stroke. Yeah, two, there was that. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a deep. But we outgrew the home kitchen. We outgrew the food truck, and we're about to outgrow this place. Wow! Congratulations. <laughs> they have a deep respect for for everybody who who hangs out in those hot kitchens. Zach and I are both fans of the original Kumas Corner in Chicago. Um, fantastic burgers. Um, they all named them after metal bands, and those and literally, I think the kitchen's the size of this table, and they just and they're just sitting there, you know, dying in this kitchen. Remember, I sat next to the. Like the yeah. kitchen in the bar and i'm like i'm like i'm standing here and i'm dying like what's going on in there with you right now Man, they, um, so i have a deep respect <laughs> for 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 a lot of for chefs such as yourselves that that just just die in kitchens every day to make us awesome awesome things so it's much appreciated oh <laughs> uh. So so, how about you? You guys are worth it. Well, thank you. So so, how about um, uh, how about you, Lola? How does this how does this all fit in for you as well? Um, uh, you know, this crazy adventure of of horror and you know, and cooking. Uh, horror came into my life when Chris Sidlowski came into my life. She 
She's spooky. I mean, she's put a spell on her. She's the OG spooky. Nice. Um, same thing. I've been baking since I was little. I love it. You you do it because you love it. It's hot. It's hard work. It's it's very not lucrative sometimes. You know, like it's you do it because you love it and i think both of us just love it so much we can't stop it's like in our blood like we wake up in the morning and we want to have flour and sugar and butter flying through the air and chocolate chips in our hair and at the end of the day uh when we get to see people eat what we make there's this connection and we are family now if i have fed you you are family with me now the, the that's fantastic the i have an italian background so that's kind of like i think i think that's written on a on a tab stone <laughs> tablet somewhere in the mother country of you know you we feed you you're part of the crew they um uh, so um yeah! the, the which is which is uh, you know i love i love when we you know you have people that are passions and you you know what and, and i love when people combine things that wouldn't nor that wouldn't normally be combined but it makes a lot of sense about why they would be combined so you know which is really really cool the um yeah yeah to be different they um uh, to be you know to, to to have something different to offer the um speaking of different so how did the whole um the whole gluten um free thing kind of you know morph into this you know because it because you kind of have a a specific niche and then you're adding an, an additional specific niche on top of it so we are a, niche. a sub, sub niche yeah we are a niche wrapped up inside of a niche yeah wow well the same way that she brought horror to me i think in a way i kind of brought gluten-free to her and we both realized there's like this big empty hole um in the market of people who can't get food that tastes good and um I'm kind of a science nerd. I love science and I love math. And uh, those things are definitely required for baking. Um, but even more so with gluten-free baking, it's really sciencey and it's really tough to get right. And um, I, I think that both of us like a challenge. We both like pushing each other, both like trying to see how much we can uh get out of the other one you know like we're both better i think for working with each other and uh there definitely was a big old hole and so we have we've been making some good stuff Sadlowski. yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm from chicago so i you know i'm used to good food i mean i i <laughs> yeah we have a, we have a little bit of it yeah uh moving to arizona there there are no um ethnic bakeries out here like um my my dad is polish so i grew up going to the you know the polish uh deli and the polish bakeries or we could get kolachkis and you know just um punchkis all of that um my mother is uh is hispanic so uh, on that end too we had the you know the mexican bakeries and the cuban bakeries and the Colombian, you know so Moving to Arizona was was a, a rude awakening, and um, yeah, we even more so um, as far as gluten free uh, baked goods. Um, you could kind of get what they sold in the grocery stores that were frozen items, um, you know, not really the greatest quality. Um, so we, you know, took our, our knowledge and really we um, decided to do it so good it's scary. 
<laughs> the um is 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 that what it says on the on the marquee out front? The um uh, the um, yeah it, that's so, our tagline. I love it. I love it. The um uh, so you know you have such a uh, such a wonderful passion for this, and and I love I you know it's been you know since we restarted the podcast we've been getting a lot more philosophical and talking about all this great stuff. You know what has been you know some of the most rewarded rewarding experiences for you doing something that is very niche um uh, maybe if you want to let me know if there's something a, a fun story that was very rewarding on the horror side and maybe if there was something rewarding on the the, the baking side and the gluten-free side um uh, that was rewarding because you're obviously entering a market where that isn't common maybe either one of those things are common so i'm curious you know what you know what the response has been and um in your area and maybe some some positive uh you know fun stories that you might have I'll take the cooking one first so she can have a minute to think about the horror one because she's going to need a minute to think about a good one. Absolutely. So I'll talk. I'll stall. I got you. I'm good. I I think with the food, the obvious one is when you make something and you get to see somebody else eat it and then you know, you could tell in their eyes, we have a connection now. Um, And I think the biggest one that happens is with children. Um, when kids come into our store, they are wide-eyed and surprised and delighted. Um, the kids are the really fun ones. The ones, the gluten-free kids who don't get birthday cakes, and now they have the coolest birthday cake from Spooky Swirls. Um, uh, with kids, um, getting them to like walk around the store and enjoy the space covered in frosting, knowing they can eat anything in this store and they're safe and it's delicious and it's fun. Um, and like literally today I made um, gluten-free Cheez-Its, which if you're not, not gluten-free, you don't know. It is very hard to get gluten-free Cheez-Its. <laughs> yeah. So I made a batch. We'd sampled some of them and I sampled them to a customer and she was like, Oh my gosh, Lola, anything. She had tears in her eyes when yeah. she ate this cheese. it Literally comes back 10 minutes later with her sister to shake me down for any cheese that's left in this whole store. Wow. The, that's, that's awesome. You know, and, and it's so cool, too, because both of you uh, now are, 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 are introducing, by the way, through the, the art of cooking and baking and giving so much joy. And the, the, the tail end, which is interesting, is you're introducing a whole new generation of horror. Um, because they're going to remember that they had a positive experience at this cool bakery. And then they're going to start Definitely. asking questions yeah. about all the, all the cool stuff that's in the background. And then, and that's going to start the cycle all over again, you know, with getting them interested in, you know, in oh, horror yeah. and everything else. So, which is, which is awesome. You're doing, you're doing the good, the good horror communities work right here. I appreciate that. They, yeah. Um, they, they, the little they, kids around here want to go to spooky squirrels and get the cupcake with the bleeding skull eyes. <laughs> <laughs> The Zach's very excited about that. <laughs> the, the, um, uh, you don't know how much I wish you were in Chicago because I, uh, ever since uh, James's podcast, I uh, he told us about it like it was back in like late 2019, and I follow the Facebook page and I see all this cool stuff you guys post. I'm like, that looks delicious. That's a Jason Voorhees <laughs> cupcake. That looks awesome. I want it, but it's in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, the um, uh, my um, yeah. my my, uh, uh, my stepmom actually made um uh, him a Jason cake 
um, out of fondant um, uh, when, when uh, for one of his birthdays. Um, and I think he's been literally oh, talking yeah. about that every ever since. So, um, uh, so you, 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 you're 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 um, uh, you're uh, tantalizing him even more with these with these the big goods of a horror um, persuasion. So um, I was also born on June thirteenth. So me and Jason kind of have a connection. Friday the thirteenth of oh, June thirteenth. Wow. They went when actually when it actually happened. They um uh, you know so I mean it's 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 some hardcore connection there. Um uh, so. <laughs> Um, so, so how about for you, Chris, the, um, uh, you know, with the horror aspect of, uh, of this, um, has it, how's the response been? And maybe do you have any cool stories with, with, with that side of the coin? Um, I, I, I do. Um, I've got one that, that really, um, kind of, kind of hit me, um, and made me sort of realize like the impact of, um, some of what we're doing, um, it has to do with uh, my little uh, chest burster that I have here um, uh, on display right now. Um, nice. I, I did not have them on display at the time, um, but uh, there was a customer that uh, had come in, a woman looking for a uh, cake uh, for her daughter. Um, her daughter was uh, is gluten-free and is on the spectrum. Um, so uh, they were wanting to have a little party for her. Um, and the one thing that her daughter um, wanted uh, was um, something to do, something with a chest burster. And when she told me that, I was just like, oh my God. Like, I, I was this this little girl, you know, I, I was the kid that wanted like the chest burster. I've always loved, like Alien was that movie um, that I will never forget where I was when I watched for the first time. You know, I was way too young and, um, you know, it terrified me, of course, and uh, I've always, always loved um, the xenomorphs, loved the, the chest burster um, from that scene. And uh, so um, what we ended up doing, uh, I was able to um, sculpt a, a chest burster for her, um, and uh, it was at a fondant and uh, Rice Krispie treat. So it, it was almost life-size really wow. you know kind of looked like the, like the actual chest burster and we had it bursting out of a cake and, and so uh, much blood it was bloody <laughs> and gory exactly what this this little girl wanted and um when they brought her in here um they brought her um her, her whole party with like eight other little 10 year old came in here <laughs> with a, a bunch of kids and um, when I presented the cake to her, she, her eyes, she just kind of lost it. And um, um, what I had done, um, I actually brought the the chest burster prop in for her to see it. And after that, I mean, she just, I, I can't even describe to you how excited she was and um, all the kids. And we, we let all the kids like see the chest burster up close and a couple of them wanted to touch it and you know um so it, it was um i that would have to say the chest burster birthday really really got me uh pretty emotional um, it was about three years ago and we still get asked to make that cake again <laughs> the um uh, that's 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 unbelievable like it, it, the you know we we talk about this all the time like you know the, there's something just very special about the horror community. Um, uh, I, I've actually found that they are the night. The, and it's so ironic, too, because, you know, you're talking about a genre. It is. A genre of, of and, and it's, it must be very interesting for you, Lola, who kind of just stepped into this, 
you know, uh, you know, pseudo recently. So, and, you know, and finding out that there's this whole, you know, world of crazy people that love horror movies and they're some of the nicest people in the world and welcoming hey, and friendly. And, yes. and you, and you go, and you go yeah. loyal and supportive and, so, you know, it is, um, uh, you know, so I imagine that, you know, it, it's kind of cool that, um, uh, you know, that you've been, you know, embraced by that. So, I mean, what's, you know, you just mentioned too, and of course you don't have to share it if you don't want to, but you've already said that you're going to be, um, uh, you know, outgrowing the place that you're in right now. You know, what's the, what's the future, you know, uh, you know, are you going to start opening up multiple locations or is that a little bit too much to handle right now? Or, you know, or. You know, or, or, oh, 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 uh, the um, uh, open a know, business in Chicago, open a business in Chicago or at any other state that might be in the, <laughs> the um, or anything you might, anything you want to share That's or not really yet? Cool offers over the years. Yeah. We, the first one was Ripley's. Uh, Do you remember that? Yeah. Many years ago? Yeah. There was, um, yeah, yeah. For a minute, there was talk about Ripley's, believe it or not, wanted to have a spooky swirls in their like basement basement location. Um, we have talked about two or three of them here. Um, it's really like, where I do mean, we want to go? Chicago is is home, um, and uh, two of our other uh, our co owners are in Chicago. Um, my family is still in Chicago. Um, Lola's family is is not far. They're up in Indiana. Um, so, if you guys can just work on that wind and snow, we are there. <laughs> the um, uh, well, in, the, the, there's, well, there's sadly nothing that we could do about that. Two here today. The um, uh, I would I, I would will take your weather. I want a hundred and two. That sounds so nice. The, just cook me. I don't care. I hate the cold. The uh, why I, do I live Sunday. here? every day yeah there's there's quite a bit of sun um but yeah like we'd said we're we're quickly outgrowing this um we this was kind of um i don't know if you know we're in kind of like a um a strip mall um we're next to a, a big um record store um that was kind of like a, a a wax tracks or like they it's like a big um chain out here called zia records so um, you know, we've got them right next to us. It's it's really kind of an eclectic area, so it's it's nice. Across um, the street is another horror, um, like a, a shop horror. of wonders, novelties, marketplace of horror type okay. place. Uh, kind of like um, you know, like an antiques bazaar where they kind of sell out different like booths and stuff. We've got an all horror one that's just recently moved in, um, based on us being here. Um, so we're kind of like in the, the corridor, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, nice. But we um, we basically converted our, our kitchen. Um, and uh, yeah, we are outgrowing. We've already outgrown this one. Um, I, I'll be perfectly honest with you guys. I don't know what the future is going to hold. Um, we've got about two more years on our on our lease here um and we would uh, you know we've discussed it with the, the the guys and um you know we don't know if if the plan is to stay in arizona and grow um if it's to kind of set up shop in chicago or, or 
Um, not sure where we'll be, but we'll be baking. Well, that's always good. Honestly, um, as long as you're still going somewhere in the world, that's all that matters. Yeah, we'll yeah. find you. Yeah, we'll, we'll find you. Don't worry about it. The um, uh, I like baked goods that much. I, you know, I, I definitely wanted to um uh, to talk about um because I think both of you had some interesting things in your um your careers that I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to miss out on. The um, I know that Lola was recently on the Food Network. Um, uh, the um, are we are allowed to say that, right? Like I know, as the has the embargo you been are lifted? allowed to say that. Uh, yeah. So I, I wasn't very, sure. Very minimal things that can be said. <laughs> the um, uh, so the, the um, so then that's that's awesome. The um, uh, so the have you ever had to do something like that where you had to tell a story? The um, and in, in, in your career where you had to like you know um. Um, come up with something on the spot to tell a story rather than, you know, I'm, I imagine that every, every big good you do is a story of some kind. Um, uh, you know, so, you know, I was, I was going to curious- say that that's kind of our thing. Um, most of the big goods have a horror twist of a name. Um, most of them have a good pun. We love puns around here. Pop culture and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. And so I we're... think that um, part of it, people relating to their food, like, we live in a really interesting time where it's not just, you know, you sit at a cafeteria and there's a sandwich in front of you or, you know, like you want to be involved with the people who make your food. You want to see them on TV. You want to know the crazy ingredients that went, went in it. You know, you want to know why, what you're eating is special. People have this really different connection to food than we used to have. And you want to photograph it and put it on your social media all over the place. You want everybody else to know how cool the food you ate was. (laughs) And uh, I think that, storytelling um is a really crucial part of a visual aid you have your story and you have what you can see and when the two things come together and then you can taste it we're like hitting everybody's senses around here you know like you laugh a little bit and you eat a little bit and you're gonna see some really cool things and it's it's really cool to get to share that with people yeah no absolutely you know and, and actually something that you just said really struck me there for a second about the storytelling aspect and obviously having a lot of puns pop culture references which i love like i speak in pop culture references all the time it's just my native tongue and obviously chris went into a lot of a lot of her experiences of growing up and, and being creative and everything else you know and and doing storytelling you know for you lola you, you said you're a little bit more mathematical but it sounds like you've you've had a storytelling you know a streak on you and probably grew up with that you know how did how is that you know uh how did that come into your life of that kind of creativity of you know you know because baking is is very finite and very mathematical yeah. that's actually why i don't like to do it i like i love to cook but baking is a very big challenge for me because it, it's you, different you, you can't you can't like you know cooking's like you, you know like i can add a little of this add a little of that and baking's not that baking right. is, is very finite yeah not so much yeah exactly so i'm very curious you know how storytelling and creativeness kind of came into your life because it sounds like it's it's always been there or it's at least been refined over the years so i'm very curious how that came in you know uh, came into being i'm a little bit of a talker you've noticed i'm a little chatty (laughs) anybody that comes into the bakery is really running a risk of having to get stuck with me for 10 minutes because i like to tell stories i think it comes from my grandma forbes She's like matriarch of the whole town, kind of taking everybody care of everybody and knows everybody's stories also. So I'm, I'm keeping up with everybody's stories. Um, but I, um, 
I, I have a lot of hobbies. I love math. I love science. I play guitar. I write also. And so I am actually telling stories when I play guitar and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I want to write a series of children's books one day with a little <laughs> bit of a spooky twist. Um, nice. I, I think it's just, I think it's just part of being creative. If you're just a creative person, it bleeds into everything you do. And being around somebody like Chris, who's like, she wakes up singing and dancing, you know, like she literally does. She's ready to like go get the day. And I'm just trying to keep up with her. And I think that we just like to tell each other's stories and we know each other's stories and she has some really cool ones. And if she doesn't come out and talk enough, I'm going to make sure that I tell her stories. <laughs> I will do that. Whether no. you like it or not. <laughs> I believe that. And, and Zach knows what that's like with me. Um, uh, the um, uh, I don't know if you notice, but sometimes he doesn't know how to shut up and let other people talk. Not, I apologize not, for that, by the way. Not at all. The, um, uh, the, um, I'm a, I have a very inquisitive mind. I think that that's, that's what makes this, the, this whole thing work out with podcasting. So, yeah. no, that's, that's really awesome. That's, that's awesome about the creativity and the, the storytelling. What are some of your favorite um, uh, uh, puns and, you know, and stories with some of the good, good you currently have in the bakery of stuff that you've done in the past um one that comes to mind really quickly um make scones um so i made a rosemary baby scone nice yeah yeah that was a good um, one uh cream uh well we've got a lot of cream cheese frosting that is scream cheese frosting <laughs> respect I'm getting ready to make some uh, fruit leathers, like some pumpkin pie fruit leathers, but they're going to be pumpkin leather face because <laughs> le pumpkin fruit leather faces. Ooh, okay, but Rice Krispie Treats in the shape of a knife with blood, serial killers. Genius. Yeah, that I respect that. that, that that's that's much respect on that. Absolutely. You know, Zach and I are both like, yep, yep. I yep. Would, you know, and, Nailed and, it. And that's the thing too, like, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you about a phenomenon, and and I, I want to, I want to hear both of your takes on this. This is a personal experience with um, artist-driven food. Um, I always, I, I want to eat it, but I'm, I, 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 like, I have this like almost like hesitation and anxiety of doing that because I feel like I'm gonna fuck up art. The um, uh, like, you know, like I, I, I you did, did such a, you worked so hard on it. The um, you worked so hard, and it's this beautiful thing, and I'm like, Aww. and I'm like, I don't want to eat it. It's, it's really pretty. Like, and I know we all took a thousand photos of it, but like. <laughs> You know, I, I, the um, I wanted to get your take on that because I always wanted to talk to somebody that does like you know artist oriented foods and everything else, and and talk about that that hesitation of of eating something that you know that took so many hours. But from what you just said, you love that. You love that. You know that 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 part of it. Oh, it's cathartic. Um, having been uh, an illustrator artist, I I used to um, have a real problem. Um, sharing my work, um, parting with my work. It was so personal to me. Um, but having something that, um, is only going to have a short lifespan, I guess, uh, something that's going to deteriorate. Um, it's helped me to be able to, you know, part with that to like have that uh, detachment now. I, I don't know if detachment is the right word, but 
um, to be able to, um, you know, want people to take and destroy something that you've created. Um, it's, it's, I want to say it's pretty therapeutic uh, for me um, to be able to, um, to disconnect in that way and um, still love what I'm creating, um, but do it in a way that I can share it with someone and they can enjoy it as well. And then it's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. So there's, there's. Life a... is fast. Eat it now. <laughs> <laughs> the um. Uh, I was gonna know. say it may look. However you make it look, it's food. It is meant to be eaten. I would love to have that chestbuster cake. That sounds so amazing. You, you, you want to see a full grown, a full grown man? Have you seen pictures of it? No. No, if you could send us that, that'd be awesome. The Elma. Yeah, if, we'll you want to see a full-grown man act like a child? Do that for him. The Elma. <laughs> the uh, he will like that. Look, look at that. Like that. The Elma. Um, uh, that that is exactly. Oh, what we've you were seen saying. it. <laughs> I bet you have. It's fantastic. I have no doubt. And by the way, you are your. Yeah, you are your. You are your. Regularly, have six-foot men here, just like, like. Like they're six year olds. They down in a cupcake I came out here a couple days ago and somebody was like, I'm standing three feet away from Keanu Reeves t shirt. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, they're getting into it. Okay, yeah. that's that, 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 that's awesome. Your reenactment, reenactment, Chris, of, of somebody eating a cupcake was fantastic. They, uh, by the way, they, um, <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, they, um, uh, 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 that was on our Instagram a couple days ago, wasn't they, it? You, you look like me the first time I smoked weed and ate a muffin. Um, uh, the uh, oh, tr <laughs> it literally looked like a zombie and everything else. Like, the uh, it took to, to the hit was silent for like 20 minutes, and I'm like, I want a muffin the uh, <laughs> <laughs> a muffin and then what li literally i went into a starbucks with a friend who had friends that worked there and like i literally ate it like like a zombie eats a brain and he's and like crumbs were going everywhere and he's like did we lose him <laughs> uh, did we lose you oh i think we did nope nope oh, no, still we're back okay. they, muffin ever oh it was the best it was fantastic and he's like and i remember my friend like, i was making a mess and my friend was like dude i know people who work here stop it <laughs> the um <laughs> the um that's uh, awesome the um by the way you owe your real estate agent a christmas gift man to, to put you in the spot that they put you in next to all the horror different shops and everything else like they like they found like the perfect real estate is location location and man do they find you a location the um to be around so the uh, i hope they send you a christmas card and i hope you send them back one um so um is there anything that you wanted to add to about the food network you, you know with with your experience um uh, on there or any of the past stories that you've had i think i if i'm not mistaken i read in um the little bio that we were sent over that you had done stuff with them before or was this the first time no, that was, this is my first uh, time on Food Network is yeah. my little 18 year old dream and I went and made it come true. Yeah. So, uh, so Chris, so I know that you were on um, no reservation back in the day, um, or at least from what I read the, um, 
I was wondering if you can share, you know, uh, of course, there's plenty of stories to talk about the host. I've heard dozens and dozens, uh, good, bad in between. So, you know, and, and you can only account for your experience. So I was very curious if you'd like to share your adventure with no reservations. Um, we'll call it an adventure. The, oh uh, my, so, because uh, it could go either way. Adventures could be good. Adventures could be bad. So uh, my experience uh, on no reservations, and I will preface this by saying, if you blink, you will probably miss me. Um, however, uh, I was working at a family bakery uh, in New Jersey. Uh, this was an Italian bakery, and uh, we had uh, Anthony Bourdain uh, and uh, Mario Vitali come in uh, for the day. They were going to do um, a little segment there, and um, they ended up uh, doing the um, the Godfather scene with the uh, you know get the cannoli you know the cannoli naturally. Um, so uh, they did show uh the making of the cannolis in the the store and um my experience with uh both of the chefs was was very brief and they were as nice as can be um it was interesting because uh, at the time everybody kind of flocked to to mario because um his show uh, malto mario had been on and he was opening up new restaurants in the area so um if you can believe it he was like the star um at the time so uh, I do have a picture with Mario um, that I can send to you guys. Sure. Um, if you want us to put it on, we absolutely can. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm happy to do that. Um, and Anthony, you know, was was really um, very nice um, and uh, kind of, you know, step back and let Mario um, sort of, um, you know, have all the fun. Uh, but it was it was great to to meet them. Um, I, I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to to meet him um, because I, I just really didn't like him as a chef and, you know, um, had a lot of respect for him and uh, all the, the places that he has been to and all of the, you know, the his passion um, was I don't think that there's another chef that, you know, has quite the same passion um, that Anthony Bourdain did. Um, and yeah, I, I, I really do, um, you know, feel that I was lucky to have, have been able to meet him, uh, although it was very brief, um, but, you know, just to have had that experience. You know, I'm curious, you know, because because if I was in the area, I would I would want to do this for you. Has anybody approached you or have you thought about, you know, producing um, video content or perhaps doing a show, you know, of your own, or maybe has somebody approached you about, it? cause I mean, again, you're a you're a niche within a niche. So, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's something that could be very interesting for a show. You know, you have two people that, you know, um, uh, that are got together, you know, uh, from Chicago, moved to a separate state, you're something very unique, you know, and there's something to be said. I mean, there's about a thousand networks that you could be on. Um, uh, the, um, so, I mean, I'm very curious if anybody's ever approached you or if you have ever thought yourselves about, you know, maybe producing content, um, and, you know, and putting it out there in that kind of style. We both work 70 hours a week. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, however, we, we, we did, um, we did have a, we did kind of like a, a 
promo, um, was it a promo, just like a potential? Um... We talked to somebody about a reality TV show. Okay. It's bananas okay. around here. Fair yeah, enough. it's it's crazy to see what we do um, on the daily here. How um, people get into it, how people get affected, how our lives are complete chaos. Um, it, it, even just personally, um, us, you know, being married and uh, being kind of polar opposite chefs. Um, Lola has, uh, has... I love science uh, and math. Science and I, and I went to Le Cordon Bleu and I graduated <laughs> top of my yeah. degree and she's all fancy. Oh, oh, oh. And I'm, I'm self-taught. I, you know, just was the horror kid that wanted to draw monsters and started um, decorating cakes. And She's really cool and I'm a nerd and we spend <laughs> 24 hours a day together. So That's it's an interesting way. dynamic a lot of the times. Uh, you know, sometimes we throw chocolate at each other in the kitchen, you know, but... Um, Who doesn't do you that? You know, it all... I mean... We, yeah, our... our we, we have a dean of student services working for us. We have an architect working for us. We have a pet sitter working for us. Uh, we have a Montessori school teacher working here um, and Riley. Um, and uh, we have a 60 pound puppy and we work all the time and our lives are complete chaos, but it's Sometimes it's a little bit of fun. <laughs> just sometimes. <laughs> the um, just sometimes. No, no, no. The, the, the uh, you, you know, and I'm I'm with Chris, man. Uh, you know, I, I got a you know I got a um an associate's degree from Elgin Community College and a can-do attitude. The uh, so I'm not I'm not highly educated either. The um, I'm the least educated among all of our friend group, which is so interesting. Um, the um, but uh, no, no, that's that, that's awesome. It's awesome that you know you got different styles that come together. I mean, that's that, that that's what makes magic happen. And yeah, there may be some friction, but you know, it, it's definitely a um, you know a, a cooler thing. Now, you know, I, I'm curious though too. Just a thought that came into my head because um, maybe I'm thinking about it. Um, the um, have you been approached to do um, weddings and things of that nature, um, or maybe specialty events and everything else. And what are some fun stories from that? The, um, uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little curious about that. In general, if you want, and I will preface this by saying right now, we're not taking custom orders because we're exuberantly busy in the shop. Um, exuberantly busy. That's, that's, that's a that's word. How busy we are. That, that is a word. Thanks. That's busy. Got a lot of words in it. A lot of words. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of syllables. They, um, <laughs> the, um, uh, a lot of words in that one. A lot of words in that word. Um, but oh, if you want a weird cake, if you want a cake that's crazy, if you want a cake that's bleeding, if you want a cake that's what nobody else will make for you, we have written the weirdest things on top of cakes. Ooh. Then people come to us. I think the maybe the best wedding cake was the the was that. The, that was a divorce cake. Oh, we did have a good divorce cake. We had a divorce oh, cake. Oh, you were that telling that story. They, yeah, I'm not please. Gonna, I, we are not going to let that, that go out, out of bounds. A divorce <laughs> cake. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Okay, please tell please. that one. It was a three-tiered, beautiful wedding cake with uh, buttercream swag, roses, just really, really lovely. And then 
cut completely in half from top to bottom with a sign on the front that says, wife goes on. And it has been also probably one of our most <laughs> requested cakes. Um, and interestingly enough, the lady that I made it for, I hired her daughter and now she's my little Seuss chef. <laughs> Everybody's in the family here. Yeah, that's <laughs> such a great story. The uh, 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 divorce bringing people together since 20, uh, 2020. Oh, yes. They, um, people uh, love that cake. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, so you know what? But now that we're on the topic and everything else, I want to hear about some of the the weird you know requests and weird shit and some of the great great those are fun stories so i want to hear about some of those of the weird requests and like you know stuff that you that that maybe even you went went oh well that's that's new that's different they um uh, we have that that happens pretty much on the daily here you want what huh (laughs) (laughs) people don't understand like they they see these cool cakes but they really uh don't quite understand all everything that goes into like creating something like that mm-hmm. like they think you know this has got to be something that you can do um and most things we can but there have been a couple where <laughs> we've even been like scratching our heads like we had a, a pharmaceutical rep who requested a cirrhotic liver cake um, and he yeah. took them to different doctor's offices and brought them to the staff and sold a crap ton it, of medical. This this cake had a distended belly, okay? So it had this big, giant belly. And then we had a an opening in it with a messed up, cirrhotic, gross liver mm-hmm. in there. Like, we actually <laughs> shaped a little cake ball as a liver in there dive it green they put all kinds of it. pus and veins on it <laughs> inside this cake with this giant belly uh, and a belly button sticking out and all kinds of grossness on he used to he'd order those he got we sold a bunch of it's like it's like, they they like spooky, spooky swirls uh, sponsored by lexapro yeah <laughs> we had we had a dentist who came in oh, yeah. and ordered um, if you guys are familiar with the Rankin Bass classics for how ho- uh, for the holidays, um, uh, Rudolph and Bumble and yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, Bumble yeah. is the abominable snowman yeah yeah we had yeah. a dentist come in and order like what was it eight heads of Bumble because he wanted to bring them to the dentist so they could pull out their teeth the teeth in there his mouth open and yeah they have pictures of dentists you know frying the the marshmallow teeth out of uh, Bumble. We had the liver transplant cake. Somebody had a liver oh, yeah. transplant. We had one good one and the old one being taken away. Um, there was uh, a mastectomy cake. Uh, so, yeah, we... Uh, a mastectomy or vasectomy? No. Ma- mastectomy. Thank um, God. <laughs> um, so it was uh, ta-ta to the ta-tas. Um, and we made a big... You know... What one does boob cake. I think though, and I'll I'll finish it here with the most out of control, ridiculous uh request that we've ever gotten that we still joke about all the time. (laughs) I'm excited, can't wait. Ghost ship. Have you ever seen the movie Ghost Ship? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh no. Are you so the guy wanted the ghost ship created? Um wanted all of the people, you know, put onto those ships that were on the ship and wanted 
um, it was an anniversary cake. So he wanted himself and his wife put onto the cake. And then he wanted us to rig it so that with the touch of a button or the pull of a string, everybody could be cut in half Slice. on the deck. <laughs> and we're like, that's really expensive. And he's like, can't you just like pipe a buttercream on there and make it happen? <laughs> no. Can't. can't you put a butter <laughs> I would love to have everybody on the ghost ship chopped in half that would he be one hell of a live action, like, making that actually happen uh, with how about that you butter know cream figures is the pandemic happened and we had to close down our store and so we didn't have to do it Oh, perfect. Oh, there you go. That is so that's what happened. you know what is it's so funny too, like because I, I as soon as you said ghost ship, I'm like, I know where yeah. this is going. The, the, um, the I, one scene. Right? The one scene. Everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that that's scene. The that's the only scene. It's funny. So we still it really haven't conquered that one. Yet. No, I got you. So you know, I, I was um so I'm curious that too, because you, you covered it a little bit. But what is, you know, say, for instance, that I, you know, we did want some type of specialty wedding cake or whatever, or, you know, I, 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 I'm throwing this out there, um, which I may or may not request. Um, maybe see a Jack and Sally cake um, for a wedding. The um, uh, Walk us through the process of what it takes to actually do that, because I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize the, the, the almost the behind the scenes of it and how much work it takes to actually do that. You mentioned it briefly, but I kind of want to go into like what it really takes to make something that is very specialized and can be big enough to handle a wedding of a hundred people or 80 people. I'm very, you know, obviously not everybody's going to get this cake, but I'm very curious on what that process looks like. So you can kind of, you know, our audience can kind of get an idea. With Jack and Sally, we actually do a lot of um, baby shower cakes, if you can believe it. Yeah. So a lot of three-tiered, very large baby shower cakes um, are a little nightmare. Um, but like for for any three-tiered cake, for any of those large cakes, you want a substantial, something really impressive to, to share with your friends. Um, I think the, the tiered cakes are a lot easier than like the sculpted, 3d cakes um but either way you're looking at we we make everything from scratch so we're making your cake from scratch we're making the buttercream from scratch we're making the jam that's in the cake from scratch all of that that takes a long time we're hand decorating flowers we're um like hand piping intricate designs you have to make the sugar cookies that are going to go on, on the cake to decorate it you have to make the macaroons that are going to go on the cake the you have pieces those generally take like a couple of days to uh, to sit and uh, otherwise they're still um, bendable, pliable. Um, so it, she's done a, um, if you, I mean, maybe it's a stretch, but maybe you've seen steel magnolias. Steel yes, magnolias. Yes, I have. We make red velvet armadillo cakes. I, I, I've made a couple of the red velvet armadillos. And, and just for, I, Oh, an armadillo cake to serve a hundred guests, we'll say, is going to actually start to finish take her fourteen hours of time. Oh. The um, uh, so the so you know, and that does not even include you know like the ingredients and the stuff that is being used in the cake. That's just her time, fourteen hours, because everything is done by hand. 
So, so, but, it, um, but that's the the labor of that. Um, how how much is it that much different from a total perspective? Um, are you know are we talking about the difference between fourteen for labor and then like twenty to let things sit, settle? Um, you know, if you need to like you know let fondant you know um rest for a bit, you know, right? Is is that like maybe twenty hours? It's you know what um the fondant uh, that has to kind of sit is um like if you were to um uh sculpt little pieces or little accessories the i think the only thing that he had were the ears that kind of had to sit we put them on wires so that they could go in um, but things like that have to sit for three or four days to dry before you can even use that to dry that um but we basically just like rolled out a huge piece put the pattern on it and then like laid it over the the body um, tried to shape it so it's kind of like yeah, armadillo's timing awesome. thing um yeah uh, anyway lots of work crazy. and custom cakes take lots of work and lots of time they, and they do we want to bring them back we have fun doing them oh absolutely uh, and on a regular basis uh, how many baked goods are you making for the actual bakery um itself just you know on a regular day-to-day basis how many baked yeah. goods are you making Fifty cinnamon buns, ten loaves of focaccia. No, like the um, I think he's talking about the variety of different things. How many uh, different things are in yeah, our store yeah, right I, now? Yeah, they're, they're sitting in, in a big bakery. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come and see? Uh yes, sure, yeah. yes. The, oh, absolutely. We're come gonna go. See. We're, we're, gonna, see go we're gonna go live. The uh, it's gonna get crazy. Field trip. The yeah. field trip. I can't hardly hear you, but here is our. Cinnamon bun case, which is always full of cinnamon buns, sticky buns. I don't know if you can see very well. We can. We can. Oh, turn the light on. There's our kitchen with the bats. Nice. Okay. Oh, there's Scream. There's Ghostface. There's Ghostface. Jason! There's Jason. Jason's over here. This is Jason from episode five with his rib cages. Um, mummies. Ooh, here's that's a cupcake we call Stay Puffed. These devil's food. Awesome. A giant marshmallow descend. Uh, they saw Jason. Uh, over here we have Han Solo and Carbonite. Oh, uh, there's yeah. our red yeah. cupcakes. The um chocolate one over there with the fangs as our cupcake for rot to because <laughs> oh somebody had to do it mark can you there buy us plane tickets to arizona oh look at that that's yeah, awesome come. that is awesome this look is at our that. cookies and scream i want it uh, i want them all uh we sell you know like muffins we sell our own flour blend we actually uh have that we uh sell our own coffee as you guys know which i love Um, and fully recommend anybody who's in the area their coffee is amazing oh and we know who that is yeah this is our salacious crumb uh he was actually made for us in spooky swirls colors he's custom uh over here in our fridge nothing too scary death wish brownies uh Hold on, hold on. Is that made from Death Wish Coffee? Yeah! Let's we get are the here. only approved vendors of Death Wish Coffee in Arizona. So get you can come really? in and buy a cup. No kidding. Come in and buy a bag. Shit. 
we sell it brewed and I also make Death Wish brownies. We use Death Wish in our terror misu sometimes. Oh my no god, that sounds uh, amazing. And I saw Slimer there in the corner. Cookie table is oh I'll show you Slimer. Absolutely. Um I have some I have some uh Gilead Deets short <laughs> houses. So awesome. Nice. A little beetle juice action and Oh, they want to see slime. Oh, wow. this is the scariest cookie we've ever made. Oh, let me see. <laughs> Can you tell? Absolutely. That is Art the Clown. Uh, and then, yeah, probably the number one selfie spot in Chandler, Arizona is our Slimer. Uh, of course. Of course. Absolutely. Hangs out with Jack. Jack. The man. And uh, we have the bottom half of Swamp Thing. Oh, nice. no, there he is. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, here. I'm going to. Did you see our Wonka bars? Uh, They're not very no. secret. Holy crap. Look at that. Wow. Production used Wonka bars from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No kidding. Oh, we showed them those. Guys. Yeah, we showed them. That's all that. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's so cool. So, they, uh, you know, we bake a few things. Man, I need to get to Arizona. It I don't know how really I need to get to Arizona. In the morning, you guys. The, um, oh, I believe it's the, um, that's fantastic. So much good food I just saw right there. And I want it all. I want it yeah, all. I know. I know he wants it all, dude. It's, it's fantastic. Open spookies in chicago we may just come to you we may open a spookies up there I yeah mean... that'll be that'll be that'll be really god that'd be awesome you have no idea <laughs> the, um, we would hang out there how many hours do you want to work a week i i don't ever want to sleep yeah. <laughs> we'll keep having it uh, that, that that um uh that that uh death witch coffee you'll be fine i was gonna say just pop death a brownie Whoa! yeah yeah you'll, you'll, you'll be That's super right. charged oh, yeah. ah, super ready charged. To go. back in the kitchen yeah <laughs> ready to go Ugh. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, so Zach, um, any, um, anything, any questions that you had, um, that you wanted to bring up? Um... So, okay. This is just a random question because you are the only bakers or pastry makers or culinary people I've ever talked to. What does it take to bake a person inside a cake? So <laughs> like, you know, those like jokes from the movies or whatever, not actually cook a per, I mean, if you want to cook a person, I won't say anything. All right. That'll just be between you and me. But hey. besides the point, like say Mark was getting married and I theoretically wanted to be inside the cake and when everything happens i just jump out and punch him in the face and run like a little weasel like what would it take to do something hilarious like that the uh i think zach wants to reenact um uh adam's family to um uh, family values for the bachelor party the uh <laughs> lurch did you cook that you're, cake you're gonna need a really big hollow box and a lot of buttercream a lot of buttercream yeah yeah and Baking you into the cake. I mean, once the screaming yeah. stops, it's, it's a lot of work for that. From um, there, it's no problem. Yeah, yeah. So what's your debt? It's no issue. The um, uh, what? What's you're not living anymore? <laughs> it's not that hard. The um, uh, you know, some bl a blowtorch and some can do attitude. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, it's whoever delivers this. It will be their problem. So, um, awesome. Anything else you wanted to add? No, I, I mean that—that's. I just... have a question. Oh, what's absolutely. Up? Zach, can I see your face? Uh, yeah. Can you see it? Zach, what? That's half of what Zach looks like. Okay. Yes. Are we, are we, uh, 
Invisible this whole time. Cool. Yeah, there, there you go. There you well, go. I, mean, I, I told you that they were handsome, but now you can <laughs> Stop see. It. Stop it. Flatter me. They, Thank uh, you. They, uh, they, that's 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 great. Well, although Mark, I'm clearly the better looking one. Yeah, exactly. They, um, I, so, um, so wonderful. So normally, what I do is I wrap up the, the the podcast with a question of the podcast where we we have something to fun to discuss. Um, and I think that this is, um, I, and I actually don't even know the answer to this, so this might be a tougher one. Um, we have a tradition on the on the on the, uh, on the podcast that our guests get to answer first, but if they choose, they can pass, and we can go around the circle, and then we can come back. And if they can't come up with an answer, they have that right and privilege. So, um, because you have such a niche and everything else, what is one niche of a business or activity or event? Um, that within the horror community that you would like to see that has not been done yet? Mm. Baby blending. Oh, I, oh, you got You got to put a little bit more detail on that. I got to, I got to hear about this. If we're just Are talking about blending about- babies and fine with me. I hate kids. I hate babies, children in general, the less of them there are, the better get rid of them. Jesus. They, um, it got real dark here. They, um, I, I grew up with three baby sisters. I could say that. Yeah, fair enough. They, um, uh, so yeah, just, just, uh, um, to add a little bit more clarity, but I, I definitely want to come back to this is, you know, what are some events that you just within the horror community that you've just not seen or businesses that you would like to see that haven't been created? or you know events or you know activities things that the horror community quite hasn't done yet but you you're like you know what i i think they'd be really cool if they did i'll take it first um more crossovers yeah um i want to see like a spooky knitting store and i want to see like a horror themed grocery store i want to see um i want to see a spooky bakery in you know, a horror-themed uh, grocery store, uh, horror-themed store, restaurants. Uh, We've opened the door to bakeries. It works. Yeah, make some spooky food and get out there and do it because people are ready for it. The um, that's awesome. So, so yeah. So uh, definitely on that food genre, Zach. The uh, what are some uh, business that you haven't really seen um, be uh, be done within the horror community that you'd like to see? I I generally don't know what to say for this one. I I honestly don't um just I don't know. Make me a soap that looks like blood, so I could say I'm bathing in blood or something. Yeah yeah, the, bathing in blood. That's awesome. The, uh, Let's the, go with that. The soap things. Um, I'd like to see. Um, I think for me, um, I think one of the the coolest things that I want to do is do a um, horror theme club or a concert venue. And have an opportunity for you know artists because we've met a lot of people like a lot of really really cool artists um, like one of our favorite guys uh, Corey Clark aka Poltergeist OD he is a horror um, hip hop artist from Canada and he's amazingly talented and there's a lot of cool bands that like are horror themed and horror niched so it would be really cool to have them have a place to go and actually perform yeah. and do things so you know that that was one of the biggest things so so hey so so thank go ahead. Um, what was that? Oh no! I said that that's an amazing concept. I would go. I would go to any show at a horror themed venue. Hey, 
yeah, and I know Zach would too. The um, uh, so damn right, yeah, which is fantastic. So, all right, so thank you both so much. This is your opportunity to look directly into camera and uh, tell them uh, where all the nice people can find you, all of your social medias, mm -hmm. and where they can see all of your wonderful um, uh, creations and concoctions and uh, uh, spooky delights, um, uh, dessert delights. Um, they can find all the things about you, um, uh, you know, and essentially just a media plug opportunity for you. So um, uh, go ahead and take it away. Come and be surprised and delighted at Spooky Swirls in Chandler, Arizona. Uh, 3029 North Ulm School Road, um, that is Chandler. Um, you can see me on Food Network on Halloween Baking Championship uh, all through September, uh, starting in September, um, and every day at the Museum and Bakery in Chandler, uh, Friday through Sunday, 9 to 3. Uh, Facebook is uh, Spooky's Swirls. Instagram is uh, Spookies underscore swirls. And people are doing TikToks about us, but we have no idea. We're, we're still trying to figure out a, how to TikTok. But, <laughs> but they're good. Coming soon. Come, <laughs> coming soon. Thank you. Thank you both so much. And of course, if um, and of course, if you all like this podcast, if you could be so awesome to stab that like button, smash that subscribe and click that little, little dingy bell to be notified every time we drop amazing content right here on MHN. And, of course, you can find us on all social medias, um, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Slasher, the application for all things horror. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Nightmares Podcast.